Why do we hold back from life? Why do we feel uh, hesitation, a backing out of our experience, a pull into thought? Well, largely it's because we've trained ourselves to do this. We've learned to use our mind, our thoughts as a sort of pacifier. And much of the time we don't realize we're doing this. It just feels like we're wondering about something or fantasizing or just a simple mind wandering. But underneath it, there is a mechanism, a coping mechanism we've learned to avoid the immediate, direct, immersive experience of being alive. And strangely, we crave this, but we crave it through the lens of thought, through the lens of the one that feels separate. That one that feels separate starts to seek for solutions, seek for an answer to its own separateness. And it searches in all kinds of ways. But at some point, we have to see that that searching is really just more of the same problem, more of the same pacification, more of the same disassociation into mind, into thought. As we see this, we have an opportunity to break the spell. We have an opportunity to start to feel more directly, to recognize that there's an experience of life that is non-dualistic, doesn't feel like separation, doesn't feel like a self apart from a world, always trying to imagine a better way, always trying to imagine itself into some kind of momentary peace or satisfaction. Because the underlying feeling that's there nearly all the time is one of dissatisfaction. The symptoms of this are rampant. Dissatisfaction with our experience, complaining, impatience, avoidance, outbursts of anger when things don't go our way. We have a lot of opportunity if we notice these behaviors, we notice these tendencies to stop, to stop seeking with our mind, to stop trying to back out of our own experience of being alive, which is available in the senses at all times. The moment we stop, we may notice a glimmer of something more real than that word, than that world of thought, than that world of beliefs, imagination, imagining a past and a future into which we can escape. That taste we get of presence, of true presence, of radical, immersive aliveness, that is our tuning fork. We can orient to that. We can vibe with that, not seek it through thought, not try to use our imagination to figure out a way to find it again, because that's more of the same. We don't find it. It's already here. We just notice the mechanism of avoidance, the mechanism of seeking, the mechanism of aversion, and we stop. Stop in this moment and recognize the aliveness that is inside and outside.
thoroughly available always, but sometimes uncomfortable, especially initially when we're not used to it. That's okay that it's uncomfortable. If you want to die into this more and more, if you want to die into the aliveness, paradoxical, yes. But if you want to live without the sense of barriers, boundaries, avoidance, fear, psychological fear, then you will have to go through some discomfort. You'll have to go through some reckoning. Reckoning of the fact that we have the capacity, we have the bandwidth to experience aliveness without using the veil of thought to mitigate it. This is a radical departure from where most of us move from, where most of us perceive ourselves in reality from. But it is possible for anyone. You'll go through some pretty wild, (laughs) unpredictable experiences. You'll feel things you didn't know you could feel. You'll find things within you that you didn't know were there. You'll find endless beliefs, and many of them will surprise you. But you'll discard those beliefs naturally. You'll let go more and more until the letting go is all that is left. Just an endless knowing of release. Release into life here, here, here.